Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore, or Watching for His King, this mighty to save Savior who's coming through the clouds for His people in the rapture body of Messiah, any moment. His name is Jesus Christ, the King of Glory. And my name is Doe Schwartz. I'm here in northern Israel proclaiming this King's coming. Oh, listen, the closer it is to his coming, the more the signs intensify that that's the case. Sadly, the more the American church is dying and sleeping. It just came out today that about a hundred leaders in the Methodist church across America are coming out as homosexuals. Oh, it's a crazy, weird, sick day. But it's also a day of great glory and anticipation for our coming king. And what are we going to need for it? I'm glad you asked. We'll be talking about just that in this program today. Let's pray. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, oh, Father, As things are going ten kinds of crazy, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, may it not be said of us. May we have a witness. May we have a testimony that Jesus is coming and everyone needs to get ready. Oh, thank you, Father. Bless the program. Bless our listeners. Oh, Father, if any are lukewarm and sleeping and and, and even lost and not yet saved, headed to hell, please save and heal. Forgive today. Shake them out of lostness. Shake them out of the judgment that is upon America. Oh, shake them and bring them out, Lord Jesus, by your great love and your great mercy and your great goodness that draws men to repentance. In Jesus, our Lord's name, we ask it. Amen. So this program today is about something that is so important. It is a foundation. It is at ground level. It's, it's something that helps me every day overcome what's going on in the world. And, and in my world, where I live in northern Israel, there's about 100,000 rockets from Hezbollah pointed at us. And um, we're thinking about moving a little further east. And as we get cl- further east, we get closer to the Syrian war that's raging. Uh, and, and, and then you've got, of course, in Jerusalem and other places, the stabbings that are taking place here. And, and, and people say, oh, how can you live in Israel? It's so dangerous. Really? Well, then I cha- I've challenged people this way. I've said, it's dangerous here, huh? They go, yeah. I say, I say, well, do this. Turn on the Houston, Texas news at 5 o'clock, the local news, and watch it Monday through Friday, and then get back with me, and let's have this discussion. And they say things like this. I can't. It's too hard to watch. I just can't watch it. It's too hard to watch. That's right. That's right. The whole world has gone crazy, but we have something that overcomes the world, the Bible says in First John in the New Testament. It's our faith. Our faith is what overcomes this world. Yes. And as things are raging all around us and, it, and they will increasingly rage, they will increasingly get much, much, much worse. That's the reality about birth pangs. They get worse before they get better. And so the thing is, we have hope and we have hope that we can be on mission we can be what we're supposed to be and do what we're supposed to do. I'm going to look at Hebrews chapter 11, and I'm going to read verses, oh, I'm going to start with verses 1 through 3. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. 
So let's just look at that for a moment. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, what does that mean? That it means that Jesus dying on the cross and rising from the grave is as real to me as things that I can see with my eyes, even more so. Uh, hey, listen, our eyes can be very deceived, actually. Uh, and, and, and think of this, that, that, he, that he is sitting next to our Father in heaven. That is real because of the understanding we have through faith. Uh, it's real that these things that are happening that I talk about on this program all, all around the world are in the Bible, and the Bible prophesied it would be this way just before the second coming of Messiah Jesus, in the clouds for his people, then the great tribulation would bust loose on this earth, and then King Jesus would come with us back from heaven, and he would sit on the throne of David. Those things are as real to me as this chair I'm sitting in right now. Are those things real to you? Yes, faith in the promises that Jesus the Lord makes to his people, that's through his covenants, and Bible prophecy, the means by which he decides to keep those promises, are real to me. Are they real to you? You see, I have faith in Messiah Jesus, and, his, and faith in him, it's, it's something I hope for, these promises being fulfilled, but they're real. Folks, these things are real. That's the evidence I have in my, in my heart, mind, and life, that these things are real, that's, that's faith. Yes? Hoping for what you haven't seen. And, and, and by it, by faith, the people mentioned here in Hebrews 11, those who have gone on before us in the Hebrew Scriptures, in the Old Testament it's speaking about here specifically, they gained or obtained a good testimony. A good testimony, right? And, and, and a testimony uh, is something I'm going to discuss with you in just a moment. Uh, I'm going to discuss that with you when we get down to Enoch. So by faith, he, it says here that we just read that we understand that the world, the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are, which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Listen, if you believe in something as foolish as evolution, devolution, I call it. If you believe in that, then you have to believe as it goes all the way back to, well, people say we came from monkeys. I say, well, where, where did they come from? Well, they came from this. I said, where did that come from? And, and they say, well, it came from this. Where did that come from in the evolutionary model? Well, it comes all the way back to, you have to believe that stuff was floating around in space that has always been there. No one put it there. It's just always been there. And then it started working itself together to, to explode and, and then start by itself start this process uh, and, and here we are today in everything in the world and everything in the universe and here it all is today. See, I don't have that kind of faith. I don't have that deep of faith. That's crazy faith. I, I don't have enough faith for that. But I do have faith that instead of that being true, I know it's true that someone has existed forever. Abba the Father, God the Son, the Lord Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit has existed forever and created the things which we see. And they weren't created by these, these things that were created that we see were created by things we don't see. The heart and will of God spoken through Jesus Christ, the, the word of God, by the power of God, the Holy Spirit created these things. And I don't see any of those things that created the things we see. But by faith, I know it's true that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Yes. And so having said that, now I'm going to read uh, verses 4 through 6. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, 
through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. You see, Abel and Cain, two sons of Adam and Eve, after they had sinned, and, and sin was in the world then, and, and, and so Adam and Eve gave birth to sinners, Abel and Cain. Abel obediently offered what he was supposed to, a, a sacrifice accept, acceptable to God. Cain did not. So Cain rose up and killed Abel, murdered him, right? And so Abel offered by faith to God a more excellent sacrifice. Now Enoch, verse 5, by faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, you, if you look back at verse 4, Abel's offering, yes, was a witness that, that God said, do this, so I'm going to do it. Yes? And then he was murdered for that witness. Yes? That's what the word martyr really means, witness. And this is an authentic martyr, not like the ones of Islam and other craziness that's out there. Okay? So, uh, the reality is, in the Bible, we see that God sent his son, Jesus the Lord, to die for people so that people wouldn't have to die eternally where the, the, the false religion out there that has its people killing people, their God sends their adherence to their faith to go out and murder people. And they call that martyrdom. Well, that's no, it's foolishness and murder. Anyhow, we see this, that Enoch, Enoch, the way that he walked with God was such a pleasing testimony that the Lord translated him into heaven. That's from Genesis chapter five. So Abel offered, Enoch walked. There's a pattern we're getting out here. Verse 6, Hebrews 11. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is <clears throat> and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You see, Enoch had a testimony. And I said a moment ago, I would define that word. A testimony is to be a witness. It means to be a witness or to bear witness. <clears throat> to affirm someone has seen, heard, or experienced something. So Abel and Enoch experienced the goodness of the Lord and by faith thought, spoke, and lived in a way that was pleasing to him. By faith. Abel offered, Enoch walked. And we see here, without faith it is impossible to please him. For those who come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And that is what faith in Messiah Jesus is to do. It is to proclaim he is. God is. I'm going to talk about that more when I come back from the break. But first, I've got to tell you about this very important ministry called Poured Out for the Nations. Poured Out for the Nations is our To the Nations Gospel Discipleship Division of our ministry, by which we, uh, well, we planted a congregation there in Texas, Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom. We go to many countries in Africa. 
I just recently returned from Lithuania, and I've been to Panama, and I'm getting ready to go to Uganda again to a refugee camp and preach the gospel and minister to orphans and widows and, and to go to preach in many churches in Uganda. And and so the vehicle by which we do that is Poured Out for the Nations. You can go to pouredoutforthenations.com and find out more about this ministry. And when you prayerfully and financially partner with Poured Out for the Nations, you also help keep Watch Therefore on the air. Now, having said that, moving over Again, Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For those, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Think of this. Think of this. That when Moses was told by the Lord, when Moses asked, "Who shall I say sent me to you, Pharaoh?" Who shall I say sent me to Pharaoh? The Lord said this. He said, tell Pharaoh, I am has sent you. I am. And see, our faith in the I am tells a lost and dying world. He is. He is. And and to the degree that we will not walk by faith, we proclaim to a lost and dying world. With my mouth, I say that he is, but with my life, I don't really believe it. Yes? And that kind of lukewarmness and hypocrisy is what has destroyed the United States of America. Because only the righteous in Jesus Christ can preserve a nation. That's it. And, and the, the lukewarmness and the corruption that is taking over the church in America is destroying the United States of America. It's, it's a people that says they have faith with their mouth, but with their lives, they say he isn't yes. And the only hope for the United States of America is that the people of the book, the Bible will begin to repent and live lives proclaiming that Jesus Christ is and that our Abba Father so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that if you will believe, have faith in him, you will not perish, but have everlasting life. Until the believers in Jesus believe that, how are the lost in America going to repent of the darkness and wickedness in the land that is destroying the country? And there are listeners all over the world hearing this program. The same is, is true for your country. We are to be salt and light, a witness, a testimony that proclaims that he is wherever we are. Yes. Now we look, I'm just going to cover a few more of these folks in, in Hebrews 11, the hall of faith, uh, verse seven, by faith, Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. I don't have time to teach on this whole verse. I'll just say this. Noah Though it had never rained, he'd never seen rain because it hadn't yet in his time. Noah, who had never experienced a flood, the world had had never experienced anything like this before, heard from the Lord what was coming, and he moved with faith, godly fear, the fear of God. Listen, if you have faith in the true and living God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, then you have a healthy fear of God. He built a boat. He built a boat. He obeyed. 
And much of this that you see in faith pertains directly to obedience. What do you mean? Abel offered. Enoch walked. Noah built. Yes. Verse 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. So by faith, Abraham obeyed and went out from Babylon and went in to obedience to Yahweh, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And I believe it was Jesus, the Lord himself, who spoke to him before coming to earth from heaven, before the time he walked as a man on the earth. And so by faith, Abraham obeyed Jesus. Yes, by faith, verse 11, by faith, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. The Lord promised Sarah that Isaac would be born, though that Abraham was 100 and Sarah was 90. Not not a real fruitful age for a couple to to make a baby, but she believed and she conceived. Yes. And so Abel offered, Enoch walked, Noah built, Abraham obeyed, Sarah conceived. Yes, got time for another one here. Let's go over to Moses, verse 24, Hebrews 11. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, look what he did. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Verse 25, choosing, <clears throat> excuse me, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the past passing pleasures of sin. Refusing, choosing, 26. Esteeming the, the reproach of Christ greater riches than the, the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. Esteeming, 27. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. Yes. So he 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 said that in his heart to, to be a prince of Egypt isn't as good as the suffering it will take to follow. The Messiah who is coming. Yes. And he he, he refused to be the prince of Egypt. He chose to suffer affliction with the people of God. He esteemed the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. He forsook Egypt. He kept the Passover. You see? So Abel offered, Enoch walked, Abraham obeyed, Sarah conceived, Moses refused, Moses chose, Moses esteemed, Moses forsook, Moses kept. What will we do? What will we do? It speaks further in Hebrews 11 about those who had this mirac- these miraculous victories. But then it speaks about those who didn't. They chose persecution and death. Verse 36. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. So these in the times of the Hebrew scriptures did these things, walked this way in victory and having victory through persecution and suffering and death. Right? Well, well, 
They must have received every promise that God had for them right there on the earth. Uh, Right? No, 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 no. We see here they didn't. We see even in the victories they had, they still didn't see the kingdom of God come into this earth. They still didn't see Messiah Jesus come to the cross and rise from the grave. They still didn't see much of what would come later in the promises. Right? And here's what it says. All these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. They didn't see what we've seen. The Bible says that the new covenant is built on better promises. It's a better covenant. Yes, we we have the look back that they didn't have. They had to look forward in faith. We look back and see that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, was 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 buried and on the third day rose again. We have the 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 uh, the new covenant reality of being born from above, the Spirit of God dwelling within us. They didn't have that like we do. And we know this much. We've we've seen historically this has taken place. So we know that he's coming again. We know that he's coming again. And we are to be a witness and a testimony to these things now. It says in verse 40, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Oh, dear brothers and sisters in Jesus, the Lord has given us a new covenant and, and, and a responsibility to walk out our faith in such a way that proclaims the, what, they, what they did and the way they live was not in vain. It was true then, and it's true today. King Jesus is Lord. Abba Father sent him to save those in the world from their sins who would follow him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever in this earth believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And our faith and our testimony today is so unique because we are to be proclaiming King Jesus is coming. And our lives are to be a testimony and a witness, an affirmation of the things we have seen, the things we have heard, and the things we have experienced in King Jesus. So, once again, Abel offered, Enoch walked, Noah built, Abraham obeyed, Sarah conceived, Moses refused, chose, esteemed, forsook, and kept. What will you do? What will I do? What will our testimonies be to a lost and dying world? How will we be part of perfecting the faith of those who went on before? Now, the next time I teach, I'm going to teach on Hebrews 12, 1 1 and 2, which is so incredible as it continues this thought of their faith and our faith. Father, Messiah Jesus' name, In Messiah Jesus' name, bless our precious listeners today. Thank you for this faith in Messiah Jesus you've given us. Thank you that you're coming soon for your people in the clouds, Lord. Help us to walk out our faith in obedience like those who went on before with greater promises and greater power and greater authority and greater fruit. Thank you, Father. Bless all of our listeners today in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, don't forget, I'm proclaiming to you, Messiah Jesus is coming. So watch their film. Be
Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.